Hello everybody, it is your favorite host here, Tino Killed It, with another episode of What the Fuck Am I Doing With My Life? So last week, I had brought my dear friend, Alex Lopez, aka EP The Mime, onto the show, and we had a very, very long discussion. So long, in fact, that I had to split it up into two parts. So... Um, I had actually brought you guys part two this week where we really dive a lot into being an independent artist and you know what I mean? What our heroes and idols that we look up to have taught us through, you know, what they've done and, you know, have just kind of guided us to where we're at now. So um, I definitely want to jump into that. But before I do, I just want to say that Hollywood, the album is officially out on all streaming platforms. I... Man, I have been waiting so long to say that like officially, and I'm so happy that it's finally out. So please make sure you guys uh, listen to it again, available on all streaming platforms under the name Tino Killed It. Tino Killed It. The album name is Hollywood. You guys should really listen to it because it's a great, great piece of work. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started with the episode. I definitely wanted to kind of uh, touch base on a, a little bit just because you did kind of mention Michael Jackson a little bit earlier. Yes. And um, unironically, <clears throat> dude, today it marks 12 years to the day of his death. Dang. Um, the day yes. of which we're recording this. So this, so uh, not the day that this will be posted, but it, it'll be passed by them. But we recorded this on the 25th and uh, just, you know, like I said, just didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it yesterday Man, yeah. when, we, when we talked about it. Um, yeah. But... Michael Jackson is such a, a huge uh, role model to both of us. Um, yes. You know what I mean? I know for myself, I can, I can speak in, in a magnitude of my musicianship and what he does, like my songwriting. Like I, I do so much of his mannerisms now in my songs, even in my lower tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yes. it's just really funny. So <laughs> uh, like I didn't, I didn't realize it until earlier when I was running some songs and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Oh, it's like the breathing. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, you know, man. and uh, he was uh, he was my very first performance I ever did. You know, I was 10 years old and I did Thriller at Central School. And, um, <laughs> oh, man. I, and it's it's one of the things that like a lot of the people from Tracy, like who grew up with me, know about that performance because I did like this spin and my hat went flying off. And so I did the moonwalk backwards to go get it. So people thought I planned it. Um, and of you know course. What I mean? of course right it's like that's how i would play it off so it so it's like you know what i mean seeing what i'm doing now it's just like i've had that in my bones as a young kid and you know michael jackson was a huge you know was a huge like thing in that and so um even talking about the formula and stuff like the formula all included it, none of it would have mattered without michael jackson you know no. what i mean he was the he was the overall blueprint just for my overall musicianship. And yes. um, I know, I know he's a huge part of yours as well too. So it's like, how did you feel, you know, when he passed and stuff? Oh man. Um, I, I heard this a lot that day. Um, my aunt, my uncle, my grandma were on the phone and they were asking how I was doing because they knew I was such a big Michael Jackson fan. And they kept saying, yeah, his idol passed away today. Uh, I felt that since that day, I remember, I remember uh, 
I think I cried because I was so upset that I was never going to get to see him physically and in person. Is it really the, probably if there was a list of things that I wanted to do in my lifetime, it was at least be in the same arena as Michael Jackson or the same state, yeah. city, city, like outside. If I can't go in outside, I'll look in the window. It's like just knowing yeah. that he was breathing this. I was breathing. I don't know. Maybe if I, I, felt if like I can hear was him get... singing from outside. Yes, I, I would. That would see make him my moving. Life. Yeah. Gesture as something, you know, I don't know. Maybe I felt like I was going to be like transformed by it or something, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, yeah, it was horrible. I just remember listening to This Is It and watching the movie and just being super, super sad. Yeah. Never going to get to see it. I, I went to This Is It by myself. I I was like, I went on like a Tuesday, a Tuesday afternoon and I went by myself because I didn't want anybody there. And I and I broke down. It was the first time I cried about it. I didn't cry about it at all. Like when it happened, I couldn't. I don't know why it was. It was almost like I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like even looking at it, watching it, everything, I was like, I, I can't believe it. And then there was all the conspiracy theories around how he died. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. I'm like, none of this matters to me, bro. Like, the king of pop is fucking dead, and there's nothing any of this will, will do to bring it back. Yeah. So it's just like, so it doesn't fucking matter to me. And like, um, and so it was just like, like that, that day in particular was really tough. And I, cause I had like 16 text messages and like just, a whole bunch of shit and like when i saw this day it just fucking tore my heart up because well one at first i didn't want to see it because it was only meant to be specifically for him yes. but um but more so it was just once i saw it it was just to see the impact that he had on people you know what i mean like there are so many people out there in the world who were just as affected if not more than how yes. we were affected like that shit <laughs> literally like fucking like crashed our world do you know what i mean and it's like it's crazy for me to think what what it did for the people who were closer to him yeah you know what i mean just the the impact that that man had and so like um one of the things that we actually had listed on here so i i do kind of want to go through it is you know like what what was what's your top five favorite michael jackson songs uh it never stays the same <laughs> it, you know what? You, same. you can't. Same. So, it what is can't. your current? What is your current top five as of today? As, as of today, at, at the time of this recording, um, it took me hours yesterday to think of five, um, and I changed them today. Anyways, uh, um, "Rock with You," "Dirty Diana," "Butterflies," "Remember the Time," and "Smooth Criminal." Was that five to one or one to five? That's not in order. That's not in order. That's just your five favorite. Okay. I, I don't five. even order the top five. It I I yeah. can't. <laughs> so, you, so you said rock with you, rock with you, dirty Diana, uh -huh. mm -hmm. butterflies, remember the time, and smooth criminal. Uh -huh. Yeah. Damn. See, that's crazy. You don't even have my favorite all time on there. I I'm pretty sure we have. If we're talking about all time. I'm pretty sure it would be similar. It it probably because I didn't put any of the ones I would usually put on here. Okay, but yeah. go ahead and what's yours? Yeah, okay, because for sure the well that's the thing. It's easier for me to go one to five because it gets harder going down. Like for me, because number one is definitive, and then everything behind it gets skewed. So man, top twenty is even harder. I couldn't do it. You know, it's funny because like when I was in the Heights with like Mitch and Rack, like we did like a, a top 
like I think we did a top fifty, yeah, top fifty of Drake yeah. or top one hundred. We did some crazy ass thing, and like, um, yeah, we did top fifty and then top twenty five features. But like, I couldn't do that with Michael Jackson. Like that top twenty five alone, like I couldn't because I it would kill me the songs that I would have to cut out. Yeah. So, have to make, so then I'd have to make it a top fifty, and if I made it a top fifty again, the songs I got cut out, I'd be like, how. I'd be like, fucking how? Like, and you literally have to-, to go by album. And you know what? You know what I realized yesterday? And here's something that maybe we can talk about it another time. I think it might be easier to say, what are your favorite performances? Mm. Songs are so hard with Michael because he has live performances of the songs and then he has multiple versions of the songs. And then it's like, it's like, well, what are you, what Michael are you into today? He was such a complex musician. Yeah. But live performances, he gave a certain awe to certain songs. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So, I guess kind of deeming it based upon like what you were saying earlier, because you was like, it was none of the songs that you would have actually named on there. So, taking off the table the ones that I'm sure would have been in both of ours, because, um, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to count Thriller in there because Thriller was an automatic, just fucking one ahead of everything else and what it did, yeah. what it transpired. Um, for me, it's the way you make me feel. Yeah. Um, and that's another one where it was just super transcendent, just how he did it, the whole chasing after the girl thing. Like One of the greatest R&B, videos of all time. You know what I mean? Like, every R&B person modeled their shit after that. Like, look Not at to mention anything. those dance moves. Those dance moves it's, are still being used by everyone exactly like it was revolutionary like at the time people had no idea what the fuck they were seeing and it's so it was so impactful then that it's still impactful now so yeah um you know what i mean there's a lot of things like that like even like earth song i could almost put in that category because of just the impact it had and um and that song is a perfect example of just like feeling something when you hear music and he you feel it like if you can't listen to Earth Song and in some way feel either emotional, it's some yeah emotional is probably the best way to put it because you know what I mean. Even if you're just like I don't like it, it's because it makes you feel something you don't want to feel. Yeah, like, I mean I, you don't know anyone who's writing songs about the Earth. Mm-hmm. Like actually, like the Earth, like you know, yeah. like like Mike using it as a metaphor to talk about your body as the earth he like was talking about the actual ground soil like like the shores the animals dying how we treat the planet the planet planet. where we live look at the planet because at the highest (laughs) thank god but because understand that the stature that that man was on to where he could do that no artist would use their platform to talk about the planet because like and, and it's funny because I know some, there's probably gonna be people who are listening to this now who say little Dicky just did that. No, that, no. that is publicity. That is they, publicity yeah. that got backed by Leonardo DiCaprio. Like and it, tons of cameos. Exactly. Like, no, it was not for the planet. Like, notice we're not sitting here talking about we are the world. But yeah. even if we were to talk about that, you know, that's what I mean? still it Michael. Like, <laughs> it's still Michael. He assembled yeah. that together himself. And then all the proceeds went to go help out. Like, uh, I think it was like the troops overseas or some shit. Yeah. But like they raised money for that shit. Like, like Leonardo DiCaprio put all the money in for the features. So it could be a big ass hit for little Dicky. And they just used the humor of it. There was so much weird shit going on in there. It's like, bro, it wasn't genuinely about the planet. Like this motherfucker was literally in here crying in the song about like, look at what we're doing to the planet that we live in. 
Yeah, you have that whole breakdown space. too. Like the whole breakdown. The what about that? that, that whole, yeah, like, exactly. That, and then you have little Dicky like with Ariana Grande. Have you ever been to Earth? It's like it's not the yeah. same. Dude. Come on, man. it's not the it's same. It's oh, not the same. About uh, uh, interesting fact about We Are the World. Prince was actually supposed to do the arrangement on We Are the World and sing on it. But he was such a diva and didn't want to be in the room with everybody that he decided not to show up. And him and Lionel Richie have beef <laughs> until this day because of that. Can you imagine that song? That would have been even better with a solo on there. It would have been way, man. But he was such a diva. Yeah, God, and that's so Prince, dude. That is just so Prince. He just has to be like. <laughs> he, he, dude, he's, he's that guy in high school who is. Uh, He's he's like a good looking popular dude who thinks he can beat everyone up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Bro, what Prince is is he's that confidence that we all wish we had. That's that's and yeah, really in a lot of ways. Yeah. In, in so many ways, bro. Because that man just like people will, will sit there and call him like a diva or call him arrogant or whatever, and it's like, nah, dude. Like in all real, like in realism. He just, he, it was like, it's like Kanye. Like, I guess yeah. for people who would understand it, it's Kanye. It's, I know how good my shit is. Yeah. Like, and I don't need anybody else to tell me how good it is. Cause yeah. I know how good it is. Yeah. And, and you know, trying but, to tell me, no, go ahead. <clears throat> and I was gonna say, and if it's like, and if you're trying to tell me like, you don't like, it's like, and if you're trying to tell me, I don't know. It's just like, well, you don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I'm happy with what I'm making. Like, what I'm, and like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a huge thing. And that inspired a lot of artists too. Yeah, no, it, it does. You know, I, I like, um, <sighs> Lenny Kravitz is yes. my answer, my answer to anyone. You know, I know me and you've had a lot of conversations about Prince and Michael. And yeah. I, and to the bone every day of my life. But as I grew with age, the me, musicality of Prince became a little more, um, what's the word like favorable unattainable yeah yeah favorable but unattainable like man if i could get to that level you know like i i look at michael and i'm like eh, i'm never but like maybe maybe prince no not the sexual level but musicality i got the rest of my life you know yeah. i would love to be able to sit down and play with anyone in the world you know i i don't want to have to find the best in the world you know i i want to uh, man, I guess be the best in the world, but <laughs> especially at stepping into a room, and that's what I love about Michael and and Prince is that you do, I, I've stopped comparing them because you can't. It's like asking, "Do you like Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz?" You know what I'm saying? They're doing the same yeah. thing. They're just doing it a different way. You like the package better, but you know Michael was a powerhouse. Prince was a quiet genius. and But Lenny Kravitz is my answer. Lenny Kravitz is like the answer because he showed me that you can take the vocal inflections of Michael and put it on Prince-like music. Yeah. And that and that's like, like St. John tries tries a lot to infuse Lenny, Lenny Kravitz sound. And I really like St. John, but I really love Lenny Kravitz because he was able to fit in every single mold. And people always called him a throwback. You know, you don't know who you are. You just do everybody yeah. else's sound, but nah, he's, he's a very good musician. And I guess being Lenny Kravitz is the best way to appreciate Michael and Prince. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's funny is because as many conversations as we have had, I don't remember us actually making that direct correlation and like, 
And that's that. That's honestly like I a thousand percent agree with that. And I was just listening to Lenny yesterday because I listen <laughs> to a, I listen to again, like yeah, all the time. Again, it's like one of those songs that's probably like if I really had to think about it, on, like on a day where I had nothing else to do, like would might might crack my top twenty of all really? time. Might crack my my top twenty of all time. Have you heard like, low? Huh? Have you heard low? No, it's a song called Low, L O W, Low. It has Michael's voice on on the on the hook. Really? Yeah, it, it's my favorite Lenny song. He actually put it out in 2018, so it's fairly new. It's called That's Low. Crazy. Yeah, there's a video on YouTube where it shows him like freaking producing the whole thing, and then there's like an interview where he explains the Michael process. But it's my favorite song of his. And it has Michael on it. Michael does the the and, and he <laughs> even does background uh, um, vocals on the on the hook. It's it's really enjoyable. So check that out. You might like Dude, that one. Absolutely, I'm gonna have to do that. Cause yeah, and it and it's really funny because like with Lenny Kravitz is there's a quote of his, and it's funny because it's not an official quote. I can't even say this is an official quote, but. And I, and I talked about this in, in an episode, uh, I don't know when I talked about it, but I was in an Uber ride in the Heights. And this is kind of when I made the decision of doing this whole entire thing of just, yeah. I'm fucking done with this job. I can't do this no more. I was in an Uber ride going back from the the job to uh, to the house. And um, we were kind of in a rush because we we're all supposed to go out and shit. And honestly, I just wasn't really all in that good of a mood because... I was just pissed, you know, my, uh, I didn't like the job I was at. My fucking car was having problems. So I was getting that fixed. I wasn't, you know what I mean? All this shit. And so I'm in this car with this uh, Uber driver and he starts talking and I'm listening to his voice and I'm like, dude, it's so funny. I, and I, and I say it out loud. Cause you know me, I don't keep my thoughts in and I'm just <laughs> like, I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, I was like, your voice sounds like it should be on radio. Like it hella <laughs> sounds like a radio voice. And, uh, <laughs> And he was just, and he starts laughing and he was like, I actually did, um, he was like, I actually did radio work for the past like 35 years. So I'm like, <laughs> no shit. That's so, <laughs> so this guy, so this guy tells me how he was like, um, on some radio station in SAC or like around that area, uh, for like, like 15 years and then switched to another one for 10 years. And then was, at, uh, was like in the office of another one for the past 10 years. And so like. He was talking about there was a time he did an interview with Lenny Kravitz. He says it was his favorite interview he ever did. And he goes, and it sucked because it never got to see the light of day. Aww. I guess, yeah, because I guess the footage of it that they had or whatever, like, had went down or whatever. So it just ended up becoming a conversation between them two. And so, and, and so he was like, and I was, and, he, you know, I was like, man, dude, like, you know, like, um, he was like, with with how much you're doing with all of this that it keeps you running around, like. Are you ever afraid that maybe it just might kill you? And Lenny yeah. took and Lenny kind of put his hand like to his chin. He said he was like put his hand to his chin for a brief second, and then said, "If you love something bad enough, fuck it, let it kill you." Yeah. And I and it's like that. And when he said that with me, it resonated so perfectly because I always felt apologetic thinking that thought. Like I would chase music knowing, like I was like. I was like, if, if music were to kill me in the outcome of it, I would still chase after it. Yeah. And I'm like, and that, and that feels really wrong to think. And so like when I, when I heard that quote come 
from this random ass Uber driver talking about a conversation that he had with Lenny Kravitz. You know what I mean? I'm I, yeah. I, like, I, I was like, I don't, I don't have to, you know, sit here and like explain how much I was just like, yeah, I needed to hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like loud and clear. No, so, yeah. Um, oh, man, you know, oh, man. It, so it, pre- appreciation to all the goats. <laughs> oh yeah. Appreciation to all of them, you know, and, and in trying to be one, we, people look at us like we're crazy and I, you know, I, I haven't really had many conversations about my music for the last couple of years and I've been very happy about it, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, just because I know I was at, I, I, I don't like when people try to tell you where you're at. Oh, bro. If you, yeah. if your beats just got better, you just didn't do, maybe if you didn't wear, you know, maybe if you weren't a Christian, you know, you try and it's like, eh, bro. Okay. I, I'm in, I'm com- in complete control of this ship. I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm not out here wasting money and wasting time. I'm, I'm doing things the right way. It's just, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just not getting, I'm not getting the break. And when you stop trying to get it and when you stop trying to like, have a move uh, a movie moment you know like when somebody says hey tino you want to go to this party or go home and sleep you're like uh i really want to go to you should go out you know <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then you story now and a little more of a feather in your cap of your movie when when you know people have that in mind and i think that like if if you if you get too wrapped up in appreciating like the mystique of your goats and like how they came there i think sometimes you'll forget that it's really just hard work and a decision to do some hard work of learning your craft, learning the easiest and most effective way to do it and focusing on how to make money. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and the way that you do that is modeling yourself after the greats, but not trying to be them, like be your own person. And yeah. it's interesting how like, how be being a music fan for so long and, and being a musician sometimes they they create a conflict with how you do things like we have people in our group that won't release music but are yes. very good at music yeah. we have people who have released music but but don't know how to promote it we have people that do promote it well and just don't do enough you know we have everybody at different different areas and, and, and moments but it's like i feel like sometimes when we listen to too much music or we we've follow too many people we forget that like there's still a lot of hard work you have to do man like if you're clocking in eight hours a day there's there's sometimes and sometimes yeah. you have to go broke live in a dope house like i did or or live in like five different places and you know sell weed and and steal to mm-hmm. to, to get your dream and like almost commit suicide and all that stuff like lose friends see people die from get people hooked on heroin, hooked on drugs, all for yeah. this dream just because they want to be a legend. It's like at the end of the day, bro, just do music, put it out, and you'll get better. After you get comfortable getting over your insecurities, you mm-hmm. know, we all can't have an eight pack like Lenny Kravitz. Some of us have to go and do crunches for the next three years to get a four pack, but yeah. it's okay because we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. We'll and be, gonna, and it's going to be good in our own way. Yeah, we're gonna be our own goats, bro. Yeah, and 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 it's funny because I, I, you know, like I talk about the formula a lot, but like addressing it back again, like I kind of said that too, where I was like, you know, the biggest thing about doing this that I learned is that being yourself is the most important part. If you don't believe in yourself, 
you will not like I, I repeat, you will not be a successful musician. And it's like you have to be comfortable with the person that you are, because like even the whole term, like faking it till you make it, it works. But the thing is, the thing that they don't tell you is right afterwards is are you able to sustain it? Yeah, that and that's the that's the bigger part of it that people forget. It's well, you got to fake it till you make it. It's like, then what do you do once you get there and you don't know what you're doing? Exactly. Yep. Because if you get there and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, then you will fall right back down to square one. It's yeah. Cool that you made it, but does it matter if you don't get to keep it? Yeah. And you know, it we we may not be where we want to be, but check this out. As of right now, to anyone who's listening who's a musician that I sent this to or Tino sent it to or, or anyone who, who's trying to do this, right now we're not just recording music and sharing it with each other. What we're doing right now is we're spending 10% of our time doing that because we're so good at our craft that me and Tino can put out a project. And now we're spending all of our time doing things like this that he's doing on a podcast, running a radio station on YouTube that you should definitely get your music on. I'm working on a film, paying people to do it, putting my money there smart, learning how to market, affiliate marketing, learning the, the ins and outs of the algorithms and learning how to get your music to the right people and and create money but by giving people a product that they want and if that's you you got to believe in yourself because yeah. you can't be putting your face in front of a camera and putting yourself out there into the world if you don't like looking at yourself maybe you need mm -hmm. to wear a mask like me <laughs> or yeah. maybe grow a beard and put some sunglasses on like tino exactly or maybe, or maybe learn to love yourself and love who you are at this time because mm -hmm. you are who you are and no one will ever be you and your story is as big as you want it to be but it can't start if you don't believe in yourself enough to tell people I'm trying. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I, and I tell people that all the time. It's like, I could see somebody who has God given talent and see somebody who has to work really hard to get better at what they do. But if I see it, that they're constantly working and the person over here who's God given, isn't really doing shit. I promise you the person who's over here working night and day on it, it's going to get further than the God-given talent. Because again, fake it till you make it, right? Because even if that person has a God-given talent and somebody walks in one day and goes, wow, that's a beautiful voice, let me sign you. Like, you're, yeah. only, gonna get, you're only gonna get a percentage of what your voice is actually worth. So it's, yeah. and you know what I mean? And it's funny because even to tie that in even like more so, it's like, look and look at what that does when you're in the situation of like what's happening with Britney Spears right now. Oh yeah, and her like conservatory shit. You know oh, what I mean? It's like she got, yes. yeah. So you know what I mean? And it's like it all started as a joke, and then it's like now we look at it, we're like, nah, bro. Like this chick was really like fucking locked up for her life thanks to her yeah. parents and shit. So it's horrible, and it's it's a terrible like thing. And so it's like, and it sucks for her because she never got to know who she was first before she got in the music business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like there was no way for her to really be able to like, I, I don't know, I guess, voice that or let it be heard fully or, or what. And, you know, and you see what that does to you in the long run. And there's a lot of artists now who aren't popular now because what the industry built them as and then just left them there high and dry. You yeah. know what I mean? So you so it's like that's why for us, it's like, eh, let's just not do that. Yeah, Let's just do it ourselves. Yeah, because no. at the end of the day, I would rather know exactly who supports me and listens to my music one by one, anyways. Exactly.
And so it's like, if you're, and if you're somebody out there who's listening to this right now and you see me like, you know, um, putting like fucking hundred, hundred emojis on your stories or putting fire emojis on your stories. That's not by coincidence. Yeah. That's me interacting with you to let you know, I'm watching your content. Like I'm, I'm paying attention to what you're doing. You know what I mean? When I see people like posting their accomplishments and stuff, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, tough work week and shit you know what i mean like even stuff like that but it's like but we made it through you know what i mean like i'll do like the clapping hands emoji you know what i mean like keep keep working keep going you know what i mean i see people who literally have quit their jobs over the past like several months and have now given into like their dreams and stuff that they're doing and i'm hitting up those people in particular and i'm like whatever you do keep going Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm sending them episodes of my podcast of me going through this exact same shit that they're doing now. And it's because I don't want people to have to struggle the same way that we are now. Yeah. And that's and that's why it's funny when, like, you know what I mean? If, if there's anybody out there who thinks maybe we might be talking a little bit too confidently, that's the level of confidence you need to talk with. If you're not talking with that level of confidence, like, if you don't believe in yourself to do exactly what you set out to do, like I said, you're just not going to do it. It's not going to matter because – even the work that you do put in, you're always going to stop yourself just short of what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. You're always going to, because you're going to be like, it's not, because, and, and that's the self-sabotage part. That's the, it's yeah. not good enough for this. It's not good enough for that. So I'm not going to take those risks. Me, I'm like, like you said, we're over here pitching our shit to the playlist that all of our favorite artists are on because we feel it belongs right there with it. And we yeah. are holding ourselves as entities to do so. So it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's what you need to do and the thing is that's in everybody everybody can do that but you just have to literally love who you are as a person as corny as that may sound or whatever but that is the absolute like truth of the matter of it for sure and to anyone out there who thinks we're speaking too confidently if you if you really think if you if you really want to find out we can book a session and i guarantee you whatever you do we can do better <laughs> and that that is why we believe we, we, we belong there i i know about four people that can out rap you i can out sing you out produce you yeah and we can outperform you and we don't need to be <laughs> to do that because we love this and we spend our time doing it and we should be good at it and, yeah. and, and, and we can prove it and we will that's what our, our year's gonna be ah. yeah and that's and that's exact and again even with that confidence it's because it's still welcoming Yes, like, I want like I want you guys to challenge me. Like I it's want a people to, match. <laughs> like I want like I want people to prove their musicianship to me. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? fun. Because it's like it's fun. It's what we literally fucking live for. You yeah, know what I mean? So out. it's like, yeah. so it's like, why do you think I reach out to fucking rappers? You know what I mean? Even whether I feel like they're better than me, if I feel like they're less than me, it doesn't matter. It's because I see that they're grinding. I see that they have, you know, music that could be marketable. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. You want to put in some hard work? Like, let's do this shit. You know what I mean? And I got them reposting every fucking day about, like, about all of this shit. And you know what I mean? And, like, really pushing to try to build up this radio. It's like we're doing it together collectively. And yeah. it's like, so it's like th- those are the people I want, man. I want y'all who really feel like you are the best because I want you guys to – because if I know that you believe that, I know you're going to work for it. Yes. And that's all I want. Like that's all we want, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like legitimately. Let's so create. Like... Anyone out there wants to hit me up? Seriously, let's create something. I would love to bring something out of you, and you bring something out of me. That's what this Same. is about, dude. Absolutely. This is the formula for for a formula part five right here. Yeah, formula <laughs> yeah. airplug origins part formula five. I feel like we should I'm... probably cut it.
<laughs> we're gonna give too much away <laughs> i know huh for real so well yeah i think we are pretty much at that portion of it where we probably should but um no man but before you go i i just want to say dude like thank you so much for coming on here and i mean not only just providing all of this knowledge but um just your 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 mindset and just your vision for everything that you have coming up with earplug origins so please everybody out there if you guys aren't already uh, make sure you guys are following EP the mime on all social media platforms uh listen to earplug origins which is available on all streaming platforms and like really like stay tapped in with us man because uh what me and what me and you know Alex are building here is is something that's going to be really bigger than us and it's meant to help out everybody and like i said so it's just like the level of confidence in which we speak is because that's the regards in which we hold ourselves and we want people who hold themselves in the same regard because if you do you trust me you have what it takes to make it i promise you you just have to believe in yourself and want to learn more yeah you know what i mean we're learning every fucking day we're by no means perfect and you know what I mean? So it's like, we're constantly learning every day, but thank you very much, sir, for coming on here. Is there anything else you want to say to these people? Um, hmm. I would say stay tuned because you're really going to like my movie. Yeah. Enjoy the music. Now let it, let it give you a vibe let it relax you and, and enjoy the sounds that, that I can give you and please interact with me. But when you see my movie, I am fully confident that it's going to make your son, your daughter, your, your, your child and you and people that, you know, want to be a hero again. And I believe that. Dude, that's awesome. So in honor of Hollywood being out on all streaming platforms, I wanted to end this episode with a song that is from that album. Um, now this song has EP the mime as well as myself in it. And I'm pretty sure I've probably already shared it on here before, but I don't care. We're going to do it again. So going into it, we are going to be listening to gold mine featuring myself and EP the mime. You say, I gotta give all of my love, so baby, here I am, I'm waiting for ya, baby, you are so fine, so fine, and I really wanna know why, know why you are here alone, why you here alone, oh baby, it's the deuce, got me again, all in my head, you fool me, and the thinking I couldn't have ya, baby, you are so fine, so Cause we're a
hiding Honestly, I really gotta hold back from saying All the things that usually make the girls go crazy Cause an odyssey is far from the world that I'm painting Then strokes of genius, the color clash There's room for two on this canvas, girl, you the other half We both could use a drink, pour another glass To speak to every single thought that you wanna pass I wanna get to know you cause it's important I know a true connection can seem foreign But here we are in the same state, it's been imported And I ain't here trying to rent, I wanna get the mortgage So let me know when the lease is up I know a man is something that you don't need as much But even then, baby girl, just keep in touch I wanna make you mine, ain't no need to rush Give me your special episode as it is an episode who is dedicated to a dear friend of mine that lost his life a few years ago by the name of Sean Washington. Um, Sean Washington was somebody who I worked with at Amazon and through the process of us working together in the short time that we knew each other, this guy became a very huge impact in not even just my work life, but in my personal life. And it was because, you know, when you spend that much time with, uh, with somebody you know what I mean? In a confined space, you guys tend to learn a lot about each other. And he learned a lot about me and, um, he understood me a lot and he pushed me constantly to pursue this music journey that I'm doing right now. So it's, it's tough, man, because when I really think about it and I, and I think about everything I'm doing now, I just think about just how happy he would be, how happy he would be to see me doing this right now and it's really a shame that he can't be here to see it but we'll talk more about that next week so until then this is tino killed it signing off from another episode of what the fuck